for the people Love of God. And all of God's people said, Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we are grateful to be in your house once more and again. God, we're grateful that you allowed us to make our way to this place to worship you and to give you praise. God, we felt like that you are worthy, so worthy to be praised. So some of us pressed our way, made our way to this house to join in with the saints as a strong chorus of believers to praise your name. And so we praise you today. As we invoke your presence in this place, God, take charge of this service. Do with it what you will. Be in the songs of Zion that will go forth, in the preached word that will be proclaimed. And we'll be ever so careful to give you the praise, to give you the honor and the glory. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, we pray. And all of God's people said, Amen. You may be seated in his presence. Thank you. 
Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Go Are as follows. Uh, we're expecting a guest any moment. Uh, a gentleman who's running for the fourth ward, and he wanted to come and greet Ebenezer. So we're looking for them uh, any minute, and we're going to have them say briefly, and I'll say this again so they'll know. Uh, greet you. Ebenezer, it is vitally important that we be seen and heard because we are constituents of the third and the fourth wards this church is and many members are and while you know and I'm saying this for the cameras and I'm saying this for those who are present the pastor cannot endorse anyone and I choose not to but I do endorse exercising your right and 
we know from my fraternity often had the slogan of voteless people is a hopeless people. So we know that we have to exercise. We can't get lazy. Y'all know we can't get lazy. Too many people gave up their lives and spilled some blood for the privilege. I mean, we ought to go on to tell the story since we, we are in the month of black history. And they are some, they are some charlatans out in our society. And we, we have to stand up and we have to be counted. We can't complain if you're not actively voting and getting educated. Getting educated. And so uh, when they arrive, we will give them a moment. I know they're going all over the place because it's getting close. But let me just make mention of uh, many of you who have been joining with us in our son, uh, Bible study on Wednesday night. We've all been talking for the past, and we're going to be talking for a while about evangelism. We're doing different things. And one of the things that we're asking, we're asking of you is for you to get the sheet, the evangelism sheet that talks about the Frank list. We're going to be hearing that word, that terminology a lot. Frank list, F-A-N-C. Frank list is a list of people, uh, your friends, relatives, acquaintances, neighbors, and coworkers. And there's a slot on that sheet for you to write some names. And we're going to start off low and just say, hey, if you can identify five people, five unchurched people in your circle of influence. Five unchurched or disconnected people. We're going to ask them, ask you to put their names on your list and then to actively pray for those individuals that God will show you how to establish a relationship with them so that we can help them become connected again or help them to get saved. As I have said before, you all do know as Christians, y'all do know that our primary responsibility is not perfect attendance in church. Our primary responsibility is to share the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so we're going to continue to say this over and over and over again. I learned that a habit, a habit, uh, uh, takes root after at least 21 days or 21 times of hearing it over and over and over again. So we're going to drill that down so that we can be a missional congregation, a conversion congregation, amen? Not necessarily a perfect attendance congregation. And I love to see it. I'm happy to see it. And we should not forsake the assembly of believers. But let's know what is the main thing. The main thing ought to stay what? The main thing. Also, we want to make mention that um, April 30th, April 3rd, 30th, Ebenezer will be the place and the space for a hymn sing. A hymn sing, sing which will be uh, April 30th at 4 p.m. Uh, there will be churches from ver various churches from every denomination who submitted hymns that represent 
their faith community will be coming to Ebenezer, Conversion or Ebenezer, to share their hymns. And y'all know Ebenezer, as Baptists, we got some hymns that we can share. Because we recognize that there's great value in remembering and singing the hymns of our faith. Come on now, can I get some help? And while Ebenezer is the birthplace of gospel music, we've got some pretty good uh, uh, character reference for us as it relates to him going forth from this place. Amen? Amen. And so April 30th, all roads lead to Ebenezer. We're going to make it a big day. We're going to have special guests here, and it's going to be epic. Also, we want to remind you, we want to remind you of the import of your continued stewardship. I said we want to remind you of your continued support and stewardship to the church. Because while things are progressing, I'm going to read you something real quick. The regular operation of this church costs money. And, and I don't know why Baptist folk or church folk tend to get uncomfortable when the pastor talks about money. Let me tell you something. The car I drive and the house I live in, that ain't on Ebenezer. And Dr. Pam, I ain't looking for no place to move to. And the cars we got are running. So this ain't about filling up my wallet. This is all about Ebenezer. I think every now and then it needs to be said. It just needs to be said. We ain't, we, ain't nobody trying to get rich here. Ain't nobody. Because I'm already rich. I've already... God has given me everything I need. And if I need something else, guess what? God will make provision, but not on the back of Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. I just want to say that. I just want to say that. So I, we need, we need, we need you. Because, you know, we came in here this morning, a little chilly in here. And you know I like chili, but if I say it's a little chili, then it's really a little chili up in here. That's because the chairman put on the heat, you know, trying to time it. Well, he mistimed it. So it take him because he was trying to be prudent. Stanley trying to because you know when that heat bill comes, they got to take some aspirin because they give you a mi. So so uh, so uh, let me share this with you. Let me share this with you. Uh, this is dated February 1st. To the Honorable City Council of the City of Chicago, ladies and gentlemen, at the request of the Commissioner of Planning and Development, I transmit herewith an ordinance authorizing the execution of an agreement with Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church to provide and adopt a landmark fund. 
Your favorable consideration of this ordinance will be appreciated. Very truly yours, Lori E. Lightfoot, Mayor. Hallelujah in this place. Hallelujah in this place. So what does that mean? That means it is now with the city council. They have 30 days to look it over to make certain that everything is in order. And it is the hope that at the March meeting, we will have an approval to move forward with shovels in the ground, just as we have uh, scheduled in the month of March. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. I thank God for the team. I thank God for the trustees. I thank God for the deacons. I thank God for the finance team, the friends of Ebenezer, everybody, Sister Karen Swingle, everybody, uh, Joe Green, Stacy, everybody, Stacy Davis, all of the people who have worked on our behalf. And I thank God for Ebenezer. For your praying, and this, and this is the best part, Phase one, you got four phases, but phase one is fully funded. Oh, y'all don't, y'all don't. I know Sister McGee told me to be careful about putting our business in the street, and I'm trying to, but I just, I just got to say this because this might benefit in, uh, somebody else. This might edify somebody else. Our project was $1.2 million. Look around. Look at look at y'all. These this small group of people, 1.2 million dollars. Guess what? We made 1.3 million dollars. And we were thinking in December that we were going to have to pare down some because we because in December we didn't know where Stanley telling. We didn't know where we were getting the rent. We didn't know where we would be, but we trusted God. We trusted God. We didn't know. We couldn't see. We couldn't understand. But God. But God made a way. So I thank you for your stewardship. But don't, but don't, 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 you know. Y'all know, y'all know. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I just want to make sure I'm clear. Thank you, Sister Dorfman. Thank you, Sister Dorfman. So to God be the glory. I love you, Ebenezer. Thank you for that. All right, we have our brother Robinson just came in, uh, who's running for the fourth ward. Uh, Minister King has bringing him up and directed him where he can go. We will give him an opportunity to make some brief comments. You ain't got to preach. <laughs> uh, I got a chance to talk with him. And uh, uh, he and I swam in some similar waters, not the same, but similar. So he's all good as far as I'm concerned. He's a graduate of Clark Atlanta University. So we give him some love. It's all right. Give him some love. Give him some love. But we're happy that he's here, and we're given an opportunity to give some brief comments and greet you. Ebenezer. Good morning, Ebenezer. Good morning. To whom much is given, much is required. 
And so I am honored to be before you this morning. Uh, let me also thank uh, Reverend Persons for allowing me this opportunity. Can we please give him a round of applause? And as we celebrate Black History Month, the history of Ebenezer, the history of all the greats, the late Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who has spoken at this church. Ladies and gentlemen, I stand on those greats. And I just wanted to stop by today to thank you for your service to the Third War. Thank you to your service to the Fourth War and Bronzeville and the entire city of Chicago. Lamont Robinson, I have represented you in the Illinois General Assembly for five years. And I appreciate the opportunity to serve this community by number one, keeping one of our staples open, which is Mercy Hospital. Amen. As well as bringing resources back to bring a much needed senior center to Bronzeville. Your pastor mentioned, I am an alum of the historic Clark Atlanta University. Unfortunately, at Clark Atlanta University, I did not learn how to play bid whiz, did not learn how to play spade, but I'm hopeful that when we build this senior center, I will be able to go and learn how to play bid as well as spade, amen? But it was also important to make sure that our seniors had a place to call home. Our seniors had a place that if they were in need of services, they were able to have a place. And so that is why I work with Alderman Pat Dow, the third ward alderman, as well as Alderman Sophia King in the fourth ward to make sure that we brought a much needed senior center uh, to Bronzeville. And, and Reverend mentioned I had a short time frame today to speak, but I want to take my experiences as a state representative as someone that ran a mentoring program for African-American boys sitting in the colleges all across the country called the Capital Leadership Institute of Chicago, as well as being an educator, eight years at City College of Chicago, teaching entrepreneurship and business marketing, business management, as well as a small business owner to the community. Friends, our city is at a crossroads, and I know that we are focusing in on the fifth floor and the mayor's race, but we also need to be focusing in on who is going to represent us and city council. And so I'm asking for you to pray for me as I am trying to take my experiences to the city council and to represent the historic fourth ward. The third ward and the fourth ward in the African-American community on the south side are two historic wards, and they're intermingled. And so I look forward to working alongside of Alderman Pat Dow to really move our city forward. Ladies and gentlemen, we can do this. And so I appreciate your blessings. I appreciate all that you do for your communities all across the entire city of Chicago and allowing me the opportunity to come speak 
for many folks in our community have spoken. And so God bless you. Thank you so very, very much. And happy Black History Month. Amen. We thank Brother Robinson for being here. I find it just stunning that the he didn't learn bid whisk and spades down at UC. I'm like, well, you must have been studying. That's what it must have been. That must have been. But we thank you and we wish you Godspeed uh, as you go forth. Uh, and um, Ebenezer, we know what we need to do. We know what we need to do. We need to get out there and do our part to exercise our votes. Let's continue with worship this morning. Thank you. 
Well, we don't know that. I promise you that. But this year, I'm going to have to lose your weight. I'm going to come here with you different. Hang top or something. And I'm going to be up in Anyway, it's all for time. It's all for time. Get the gifts ready. Get the gifts ready. Uh, get your gifts ready. There are several ways you can give. You can give online at ebenezerbrownfield.org. That's ebenezerbrownfield.org. You can give right there. You can go straight to the Give Now button once you get there. If you are continuing your commitment to Friends of Ebenezer, you click the Friends of Ebenezer button with the FOE button. You can go right there and be back. If you want to give by mobile or text to give, you can do that at 312-779-0146. 312-779-0146. Also, if you are in the neighborhood and just want to mail your gift in, you can do that right here at 4501 South Vintage Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60653. And last but not least, you can give via sale or quick pay. All the information the ushers have, if I'm speaking too fast, I probably am. Uh, you can get that from them. Uh, you can see this at 773-960-9028. Again, that number is 773-960-9028. You can do it that way. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, we say thank you. Lord God, we thank you for another Sunday. We thank you for another opportunity to come into your place to give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise. Now, God, we ask that you would bless the gift today, God, that you would bless both the gift and the giver, God, that you would bless them, God, bless them, God, just because they have a heart to give and a mind to give, God. Whatever the gift they be, God, whether it be $1 or $1,000, God, your blessings have no limit. So we're praying right now that whatever is given today, God, that you would bless it right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. All hearts, amen. 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 to Minister Jefferson, uh, we have been approached by a company that has some amazing resources for young people, and he and I will be online on Wednesday to look those over to see if there are some additional resources that we can have here at Ebenezer for our young people, amen? 
Amen. We are pushing the envelope. We want to make certain that when we have young people here, we have something meaningful for them uh, every Sunday. We also want to acknowledge uh, Monica Allen. Wait, where's Monica? Raise your hand. Live right up the street. Welcome to Ebenezer. Welcome to Ebenezer. Um, Molly Page. Where, where are you, Molly? There you from. You heard about the history of Ebenezer, and that brought you out. Welcome to Ebenezer. And, and again, Brother Marco, this Caruso was here last, uh, has been here before we welcome you. Always good to see uh, my sister, Marcia Ross Jackson, who's in the building today. Good to see my sister here in present. Welcome to all of you. I want to, before we do prayer, before we have prayer, we're still collecting off. Okay, thank you. That's a good thing. I'm still collecting off from praise the Lord. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. I want to acknowledge two special ladies today. Uh, they are amazing women. And uh, they give so much to the family. Um, and I just think it's, it's, it's just good to acknowledge accomplishments of people who are part of our faith community. Rochelle Jones Person, will you stand, please? Amen. Amen. Rochelle Jones Person was awarded the Black Chicago Runners presented to Rochelle Jones a plaque for completion of her first marathon in 2022. Congratulations on that amazing accomplishment. We were there, and I ain't gonna tell. I ain't gonna say how old, but we just close. But for a person to be in that kind of a shape. To run 26 point, what, what mile? Two miles. It's an amazing testament to the glory of God. And please allow me this other pastoral privilege that reads as follows. Dear Dr. Pamela Purser, the Alpha, Eta chapter of Chi, Eta, Psi, Sorority, Beta, Mu chapter of Lambda, Pi, Alpha, Sorority, Chicago chapter, National Black Nurses Association. Collectively known as, I should have started here, the National Black Nurses Day Planning Committee acknowledges and will be honoring exemplary nurses in mental and maternal health care. Hence, the MBNPDPC would like to honor you during our National Black Nurses Day 35th Annual Celebration on February 24th at 6 p.m. at the Apostolic Faith Church. Your contribution as a mental health nurse has been phenomenal, and we desire to honor you for the contributions you have made to the nursing profession in the Chicagoland area. Congratulations, you have been selected as a maternal health care honoree. Stand up, Pam. 
so we honor now anybody else got any others that you want to share please get them to me please get them to they just so happen to be my sister-in-law and my wife but i'm super proud of both of them both of them Evan and I both know we married up. I don't need no amen from that one. I just said we knew. At this time, we want to we we want to acknowledge those who are on our prayer list today. Uh, and also because because. Because we take seriously prayer and this prayer list, if things have changed, gotten better, or you want to be removed, let us know. Amen. Let us know. Amen. It's okay. You can come on and come back home. Right. If you've been healed, we want to know you've been healed. You've got your breakthrough. We want to know that you have gotten a breakthrough. So just let us know. Contact the church office. We continue to pray for Lindsay Mayfield, Marguerite Jones, the mother of Reginald Jones, Doris Robinson, the cousin of Beverly Stinson, Deacon Chester Coleman. Praying for Elise and Willie Grant, Alfred Moore, Kenneth Sexton, son of Vivian Peak. I spoke to him this week. He's yet holding on and hanging in there. Praying for Al and Mary Burton, Shirley Anderson, Mary Sumter, Sarah Phillips, Mary Alexander. Praying for Reverend James Thompson, Albert Cheney, son of Reba Cheney. Bernetta Pearson, Michael Jones Jr., friend of Dorothy Gibson and family, praying for Deacon James Smith, who's here today, Amen. Ernestine Rowe, uh, Lily, Lily Turner, praying for her, Brenda Love, Laney Elms, praying for Myrtle Gunn, praying for her today, Minnie Pegg, John Butts, we're lifting him up today, Tamara Ransaw, Carol Blevins, Deborah Edwards, the daughter of Ethel Burns, Sadie Turner, sister of Nancy Wade, Leonard Tolbert, Johnny Clanton, praying for Marlena Jackson, who's on the Sunday school call this morning, praying for uh, Glennis Hill's sister, Kristen Webb, praying for Pamera Flores, student of mine, praying for Susan Anglin's mother, who had a fall this past week and had some other medical serious issues. We're praying for Susan. Susan's mama and extended family. Amen. Lifting up Willie Wyndham, the brother of sister Bernice Johnson, who uh, was in the hospital, had a heart attack. Where we understand is he still there, still in the hospital. We're lifting him today. We're praying for Natalie Dumas, who's online watching us. Let us go to God in prayer. Eternal God and Father, we lift up these names those who are seeking your place, your, your presence in their lives. God, you know what's going on with them. You know the issues and the challenges they may face. God, some are sick, some are not. But all have requested prayer. And so, God, we're lifting them today because we are a people that recognize that you are a God that answers prayer. You are a God that comes in at the right time, at the right moment, just in the nick of time. And so, God, we're trusting and we're believing, oh God, that you will see about them in their situation, God. We're lifting up, oh God, our, our country, oh God. We're lifting up our city. We're lifting up, oh God, all those persons who are running for offices, oh God. We're, we, we are lifting those persons who are authentic, oh God. 
who are not in it for the power or the prestige, but in it to serve these thy people, God. God, we're thanking you for what you are doing in the life of Ebenezer, God. We're thankful, God, that we are now at the city council and this renovation project is moving forward, God. We're just overjoyed, oh God, for what you are doing. And we're trusting and believing, oh God, that you're going to make a way going forward. God, I pray for this church, for these thy people, oh God. I ask, oh God, that you would help us, oh God, to, to, to become closer with one another, that we will demonstrate and show, show our joy. For we recognize, oh God, that you are the strength of our joy. You are our strength, oh God. As we move forward, oh God, in evangelism this year, God, bless our efforts, oh God. Help us all to be obedient in this journey together, God, because we recognize, oh God, that we can enlarge our territory if we are faithful. If we are faithful. If we're willing to do what you have told us to do in Matthew, to go ye therefore, to go, to go, to go into the world sharing the good news of the gospel. Now, God, we ask that you bless the balance of this service, that you'll get the glory and the honor. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. And all of God's people said, Amen. You may be seated in this presence.
Someday, I'll be successful. Someday, I'll get out of the mess I'm in. Someday, I'll get the respect I deserve. Someday, I said a long time ago, I'll get to be a pastor somewhere. Someday, 
I'll get back to my college day's weight. I ain't the only one. Someday summons a wish list so long that sometimes we can get overwhelmed or carried away. But the word someday also does something else. It provokes our impatience. Someday never seems to come quick enough. We get annoyed when we have to wait. Our intolerance for delayed someday sometimes leads us to exasperation and frustration. What do you need me mean preacher? Well, we, we, we don't need a job a good job someday. We need one now. We don't need equal treatment under the law someday. We need it now. We don't need educational parity someday. We need it now. In other words, we don't need brotherly or sisterly love someday. We need it now. You know, last time I had the opportunity, I took my dog on a little walk. My little dog, Princeton, we were going to the dog park. And uh, uh, my dog don't play well in the sand with others. But, and he ain't but this big, but, but he think he's this big. But, so we had him on a leash and... Uh, we saw two other dogs playing on that day, and, and I was holding my dog back, and, and, and one of the dogs was a golden retriever, the other was a black Labrador, and, and, and they were prancing about, playing with the ball. They didn't care that one was light brown and the other was black. They didn't care that they were different breeds. They, the larger one didn't even use his size to dominate the smaller one. They were just two animals having a good time together. They were animals living together in peace. So what's wrong with us? I mean, we are made in the image of God, not dogs. And yet we do not live on earth in peace. Since the days when God confounded man's language at the Tower of Babel, we have been using weapons to keep away those who differ from us. So what is brotherly and sisterly love? Why, 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 why is it so elusive? Brotherly love is man's earthly expression of our love for God and the Apostle John won't allow this lesson to be taught lightly. For John says in 1 John 3 and 10 that man does not belong to God unless he is righteous and loves his brother. John further says in 1 John 3 and 17 that if you see a brother in need and you do not help, it's proof that God is not in you. John says in John, 1 John 4 and 8 that if you don't love, you don't really know God. Why? Because God is love. 
But John doesn't stop there. In our specific text, he spells out brotherly love so plainly that even, even a child can understand it. John says that if a man says he loves God but hates his brother, he's a liar. Little kids can understand that one. You a liar. Love for God and love for humankind are inseparably connected together. John says that if you can't love your brother whom you see, how can you love God whom you have not seen? In other words, if you can't do the easier, how can you do the harder? God commands us to love our brothers and our sisters. Our, our love toward God means nothing if it is not loyal. If we disobey Christ's command to love one another as I have loved you, we cannot really love God. There's only one way to know that someone really loves God, and that is by his love for his fellow man. Did you hear what I'm saying this morning? Not, not, not just the people who you consider family and friends, but people who are different, people who are marginalized, people who are ostracized, people who are disregarded. Y'all know my favorite preacher, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. once said, and I quote, we must discover the power of love, the redemptive power of love. And when we do that, we will make of this old world a new world. For love is the only way. Love. We must admit that love is a challenge. Why, Pastor? Because if we were honest, it's easy to love someone who is like you. It's easy to love someone who thinks exactly the way you do. That's easy. Maybe you share the same ideas. Maybe you share the same goals. Maybe you share the same interests. Maybe you share the same faith, the same language, the same culture, the same history, the same skin color, and maybe you live in the same neighborhood. These are the ones who are easier to love. Maybe. Here's the problem. Brotherly love is not a commodity to be doled out at our pleasure. <laughs> we don't get to choose who fall within the realm of God's love. Oh, come on, y'all. We, we don't get to choose who is acceptable for God's love. God has already made that choice for us. Because the good news is he chose all of us as a recipient of his love. Can I get some help up in here this morning? And our expression of his love among all people is not optional. We must love the unloving and the unlovable because God loves us all. 
It may be hard to love the one who despises you, who curses you, who hates you, who rejects you, who scandalizes your name, who criticizes you and persecutes you, but that is what we are called to do. We must love the backside slider. Because when we slipped, God still loved us. We, 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 we must love the adulterer because when we stumbled, God loved us. We, we must love the swindler because we haven't been all that honest ourselves and God still loves us. We must love the charlatan because we haven't been all that authentic ourselves, but God still loves us. We may hate the sin, but we must love the sinner because God loves us. And you know what? God gave us the greatest expression of love and action when he gave us a Savior. Christ is our perfect example of love. A love that can look beyond our faults and, and, and see our need. A love that can look beyond our raggedness and still meet every one of our needs. A love that looked beyond our shame and forgave our sins. Christ covered our wickedness with his righteousness. He covered our deceit with his truth. He covered our foolishness with his wisdom. He covered our rebellion with his submission to death on the cross for our sins. And if we are worthy, if we are worthy of the love of God's only begotten Son, then too, we are all, all men are worthy. What happened when we refused to extend love to everyone? Hold on, brace yourself. The lack of love leads to condemnation. Because mankind will suffer a terrible fate for our hatred toward each other. But don't think of it in vague generalities. We can get specific. According to John's epistle, epistle national leaders who initiate unprovoked wars against their neighboring nations will suffer condemnation. Because if they can't love their neighbor. They never really loved God in the first place. Uh, according, according, not to Pastor Person, but according to John's epistles, judges who passes judgment with un, an uneven hand will suffer condemnation. Because if they can't treat everybody the same, they never really loved God in the first place. John's epistle says that the, uh, the, the bank executives who, who grant loans in favor of one race over another will suffer condemnation because they never really loved God in the first place. And neighbors who refuse to be civil toward each other will suffer condemnation. 
because they never really loved God in the first place. John makes it clear, if you don't extend love to everyone, if you can't bring yourself to love your enemies, yes, them. If you can't accept that God loves all sinners, and you can't bring yourself to obey God's command to love him and to love your neighbor as yourself, then you never really love God at all. For those of you who claim you harbor no hatred toward anyone, praise the Lord, but sometimes find yourself hated by your fellow man, John's condemnation may seem like justice. But don't let the thought of your enemy's condemnation cause you to gloat and be joyful or you will end up sharing in your enemy's condemnation. Hatred, you see, is a two-edged sword. You'll be indicted right along with them because vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Your sole duty is to rescue those who despise you those who are in desperate need. Christianity attacks evil at its root. The supreme work of every Christian is to offer yourself to help your community one-to-one and to bring to bear the love of Christ upon his heart and conscience. We used to sing a song, Throw Out the Lifeline. Rescue them by sharing your love of Christ with them. Put their needs above your own. For if you lead by example, the love of God will draw all men and women to his throne. You see, someday we will have to face judgment for the hatred towards each other. And when someday comes, and that role is called, don't let your name be among them. There's but one cure for all of the ills of, our, of humanity, and that is that you love God through Christ Jesus our Lord. Because Christ alone can fill the miserable with joy. Christ alone can welcome the prodigal home. Christ alone can give the lifeless life. Christ alone can sweeten a hateful heart. Christ alone can turn victims to victors. Christ said that if I be lifted up. Oh, y'all don't hear me today. He said, if I be lifted up, he didn't say necessarily lift up Ebenezer. He said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. This is what we are trying to do as we evangelize and pray for our friends, our neighbors, our acquaintances, our co-workers, and the like. We are lifting Jesus up. For someday, the word tells us that Christ is coming back. For those who really love the Lord. But you have to start first with your brother and your sister. You can't say you love God who you've never seen and hate your brother who you see every day. The word of God for the people of God and all of God's people said,
Amen. I know you probably have to go, and that's cool. You don't usually get politicians to stay through the whole sermon. I'm just saying. I know you got to go. God speed with you. We're going to open the doors of the church. Perhaps there's someone here. Uh, Minister King going to get your business card if he can. Right there. He, he'll take care of that. Uh, let's open the doors of the church. Perhaps there's someone here that wants uh, to give their life to the Lord. We are extending an invitation to you to join with us here at Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. Perhaps you are disconnected from a faith community. We extend an invitation to you at this time. Come on, musicians, let's lift, let's lift uh, this song of invitation at this time. Is there one today? Is there one today? Perhaps you will outside of the fellowship of a faithful duty. Perhaps you don't know the Lord for yourself. We want to extend an invitation to you to join with us at Ebenezer. Is that one?